Welcome to YourLifeRocks.com podcast, where you can build a life of balance, purpose, and success. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, working Christian mom, speaker, and coach. Each week, you will find tips and inspiration to grow personally, in your career, and in your faith, and balance it all in your crazy, busy, beautiful life. If you want to cut the overwhelm and take control over your life, visit YourLifeRocks.com. Hey there, I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with us today. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I am your personal success and performance coach and the host of Your Life Rocks podcast. If this is your very first time tuning into this podcast, I want to welcome you. We are all about helping working Christian moms grow personally towards reaching goals in all areas of your life. We really teach life balance. And the way we define life balance is by intentionally growing in all areas of your life. So you're not neglecting any part of who God created you to be. Now, if you're a returning listener, welcome back. We have an action-packed episode for you today. I've put together a lot of tips and action steps for you to get the most success out of the time of year. Now, As I'm recording this, we are at the end of August, which means fall is just around the corner. And fall, it is my favorite time of year. I love everything about the season. I love the smells. I love the colors. I love the tastes. Everything is pumpkin, and I love that so much. The other thing I love about fall is it's like a fresh beginning. It's like another new year where you really have a blank slate, and you can finish out 2016 in any way that you want. Now, it's also kids going back to school. And depending on your school district, maybe your kids have already been back in school for a couple months. I know we just moved from Arizona and they started back in July. And now we're here in Oregon and they start right after Labor Day in September. Either way, when kids are going back into school, it's a new routine and it's a chance for you to help your kids grow as well as setting up some systems to help you grow and and get the most out of a new season like this as possible. And that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode. Now, I have put together some great freebies for you. So I hope you stick around to the very end to learn how you can get your hands on those so you can really apply everything that we're talking about in this episode. All right, so let's just jump right in. First things first, I want to talk about your children. Now, if you've listened to a few of your Life Rocks podcasts, then you know we are so about systems and routines and really setting you up for success. In fact, we did a whole three-part series not that long ago, and I encourage you to go back and listen to those episodes as well, just about your own personal habits that you do each and every single morning and night, as well as habits around your home and habits for your career. And today we're going to be talking a lot about habits for your children, what you have them do to really train them up so that they can really get used to following a successful system that works for them at such an early age. You know, when they can be dedicated to a system and a routine that drives success for them, it really is a great foundation for them to build so much more on as they grow up. Now, I don't know about you, but in the summertime, I get really lackadaisy with my kids. I let them just relax, and we don't have a lot of routine. They wake up whenever they want to wake up, unless I need to wake them up early for something that we're doing. 
But generally being, they get to be pretty lazy. So coming back into these fall months when we're getting back into school and routine is so important, it's key to get them started early because there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve and stress can be high as a parent when your kids are groggy and not wanting to move in the morning and not needing or not wanting to stick to the plan. So I encourage that you start these habits for the morning and for bedtime as soon as possible. Start at least a week before school starts to make sure things go easy and breezy when it is time. It is like a fire drill, people. We got to get these kids ready for school. And most importantly, we have to get ourselves ready to hold them accountable to sticking to this plan so that we do not lose our minds, right? So let's talk about morning habits. Now, if you've gone back and you've listened to my daily habits episode, you know that a huge proponent, what I owe to my success in anything that I do is spending my time first in the morning with God. Reading his word, being in prayer, writing in my prayer journal really is everything for me. And I've been very purposeful and intentional about letting my kids catch me doing that and talking to them about why it's so important that I do that. And it's great to be a good example for them, but even better if I can lead them in the right way so that they're doing the same thing. Now, my kids are still a bit younger, so asking them to read in the morning and do the whole ritual like I do might not necessarily be best. But I'll tell you what I do do is I set an alarm for them and they have a Um, alarm radio. And when the alarm goes off, it goes off to a Christian radio station. And it's a really soft sound because typically I'm the one and they're actually waking them up. But then I know for sure I don't have to worry about forgetting about it. They're waking up to worship music playing in the background. And while they're getting dressed, while they're brushing your teeth, we just let the music play. And then as we're going about the rest of our morning routine, it allows me to be able to talk to them about what's coming up for them in their day and to pray for them for their day. Because the last thing I want for my kids too is for their spirituality to become such a religion, something that's forced and something that they don't seek pleasure from. Because... Although, yeah, there are times when discipline is necessary in our spiritual walk and it's not always pleasant, I want them to know Jesus as their friend, someone that they have a relationship with, something that they run to when they're happy and something that they run to when they need shelter from the rest of the world. And so it really is important that as we're training them up, that their morning routines reflect that. Again, it's all about being very intentional. So that's the number one thing, is figure out for your kids how you can best put God first in their day. Again, for my kids, it's just music that plays as they're waking up, and then we can talk as they're kind of coming back into being a human from that sleep state. If your kids are a little older, maybe you have them read scripture or read from a devotional book or write in a prayer journal. I think the biggest thing is that they correlate where they get their strength from and that they fuel that tank early on in the morning. Helping them make that connection is really, really key. Now, one thing I have found with my kids is the more structure I give them, the better that they do. And it's really a structure with freedom attached. So let me talk about what that is. If I give them a checklist so that they know exactly what's expected, and we talk about why it's expected, but then I leave them alone to do it, I get so much better results than if I hover over them and constantly tell them what to do, or it's not consistent every single day. If every single day I'm just barking orders saying, okay, now get dressed, now brush your teeth, now 
eat breakfast. And the next day it's, okay, eat breakfast. Now get dressed. It's out of order and they don't really know what to expect and it creates chaos in their day. And the last thing I want is my kids going to school feeling not confident and feeling like things are a bit of chaos. I want them going to school really confident, feeling like they've already accomplished things so that they can be certain that they're going to do so much more as they progress throughout their day. So I create a checklist for them and it has the times on there. And we have a clock right where they can see it so that they can know if they're on schedule or off schedule. And we make a game of it. We try to make it fun. If they can beat the clock with still having good results, then they get a prize. And usually the prize is playing on electronics before they go to school, if they beat the clock. So it's something that's very, very worthwhile for them. And it gives me a little bit of peace and quiet too, if they get things done. It certainly keeps me from yelling, come on, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Again, think about what that creates for your child when they're getting that first thing in the morning, consistently being rushed, consistently pushing things through. Think what that would do for you, right? It sets you up for a bad day when you feel rushed in the morning. So let's set our kids up for success too, right? So I'm going to go through what my time schedule looks like for my kids. And again, yours are going to be probably very different depending on when your kids need to get to school based on their age, all of that stuff. So I have two children. One is seven and one is 11, and they're both boys. My younger son has some special medical issues, so he wakes up a little bit earlier than my older son. So for him, he's up at six, he makes his bed, dressed, brush teeth, wash face, do hair, and then he does his medical treatments for about 30 minutes, 45 minutes. So it's a little bit different for that. He has cystic fibrosis, so if you have someone in your life with special medical issues, I'm so always surprised how many other children out there have different things that they have to do in the mornings that are different or throughout their days that are different than the other healthy children. So if you have a special child that requires some special things in the morning, totally get it. And then he has breakfast about 7.15 and we're out the door at 8 o'clock. Now he's got a 45-minute window for breakfast because sometimes it can take him 45 minutes to eat breakfast. But again, if he can beat the clock on any of those other things and still bring in good results on those, meaning his hair's not wackadoodle and he actually brushes his teeth, all of them, not just the front two that I'm seeing, then he can have some of that free time to play on electronics or do whatever. So that's the day for him. Now my older son, he sleeps in until 6.30 and then we start the exact same routine for him. Also, the other great thing about staggering the kids like that is they're not in the bathroom at the same time trying to brush their teeth and do all of that because that can create a circus and fights and drama in the morning that nobody needs at 6 a.m. So I try to stagger my kids in that way. And it works for us because, again, of the special medical issues that my younger son has. But even if you don't have those issues in your home, I challenge you just what if you got your kids up 10 minutes increments or 15 minute increments? You know your kids best. Figure out which one probably benefits from an extra 15 minutes of sleep and which one can get up a little bit earlier. That way they're staggered in their morning routine. All right, so then the next routine that we have is for after school. So for us, it's snack, chore, schoolwork, and play. Now, I know a lot of parents that they don't give a lot of play time during the week and to each his own, right? I'm not to judge. I hope you're not judging me for allowing my kids a little bit more of a flexible schedule in that way. 
But I think it's important to let kids be kids too, right? They're only small for a short period of time. And I think that there's just so much learning that happens through play, problem solving, things like that. So I try to get them outside playing as much as possible, or if it's inside, just making sure that they're doing different activities. So it's not just playing video games until dinner time, but they're really being able to use problem solving skills and play in some really creative ways. Now, when we talk about schoolwork, part of schoolwork for them is the work that's assigned from the school, but in addition, I have my boys going through a Bible study program. So it's a devotional book that they read, and we together pick out the different books that they're going to be going through. Um, But I make sure that they're activity-based. So it's not just reading, but it's reading a little bit and then doing some activity to really help it sink in. And that's something that we started doing last year, and it has been really, really great for both of the boys because it allows us to talk about different things. It's not something where we just give it to them and they go in the corner and they do it and they come out and they're done and that's it. It's something that we kind of all do together and we talk about it. I make sure I'm in the room. So as they're reading, if my 11-year-old's reading, he can ask me questions or I can ask him questions. And it creates a conversation that goes so much deeper and allows them to learn so much more about the Word of God and who He is. And I really truly think that that is the biggest influence that we can have on the lives of our children is being that example and teaching them who He is for them. All right, then comes the nightly routine. So for us, it's so simple, but again, it is written on paper, same thing with the after-school schedule, so that they know exactly what it is that needs to be done and at what times. So there's no like, oh, mom, do I have to? They know it is time to do the nighttime routine, and again, we just try to make it as fun as possible for them. So first off is showers, and again, we try to stagger it as much as possible, Or if it is a night that things are going a little bit crazy, because let's face it, not everything always goes perfectly as scheduled, then we will put one boy in our shower and one boy in their shower. So they're both showering at the same time. Then after that, we we read together. And during the reading time is when we do our nighttime treatments for our younger son. But that way we're all together as a family, um, able to read stories um, or to talk about our days. So we do this all together, and it's honestly my favorite part of the day because I get to snuggle on the couch with my little children while they're still little and spend that time with them. Now, after our time of reading and by the time my younger son is done with his treatments, then it's brushing your teeth and tucking into bed. Now, here's a challenge that I have for you. If you are anything like me, bedtime can be a little bit of a nightmare. Tucking your kids into bed and having them, oh, I just want one more snack or I'm hungry or can you just one more thing, just one more thing. I'll be honest, it's enough to drive you completely crazy. But I always try to remember to tell myself that soon they won't want to be tucked in. They're going to be too old to be tucked in. Things could change in a moment and they could be gone. Things happen in this world. And sometimes, even though it can be stressful, we need to remember and cherish those precious little moments of tucking them in. And so I've gotten the habit of when it's time to be tucked in, I tell them, go ahead and go to bed. Mommy will be right there. And I have to say a prayer for myself to really bring peace and patience in my heart so that I'm not just giving into everything that they say, because I still don't, But it's your attitude and your spirit that holds everything because they can perceive that. And if you're tucking them in with love, it makes such a big difference versus tucking them in with a grunt of anger under your breath. So if you are in that way at any point in time, I just invite you to remember to pray before you go into those situations with your kids. 
So we've covered now the morning routine, the nighttime routine, as well as the after-school routine. Now, one other thing I wanted to share with you that we do as a family is when we have our family dinner time, we do a peak and a pit, each of us, and it's only allowed one each. Otherwise, sometimes if it's a bad day, the kids can go off on, you know, 10 different pits, and we don't allow them to do that. Just one pit and one peak, and it really allows us to talk openly about their day without just saying, how was your day, and have it be like, oh, it was all right. What'd you learn in school? I don't know. It helps us have a little bit more engaging conversation and allows them to really think hard about the rest of their day and what they want to share. And they know what's coming and they get excited for it too. So whatever it is that you're doing, and I know sometimes having family dinners all sitting together between sports or maybe you're traveling for work isn't always possible. But the trick is, is that when it is possible, you make the most out of it and you have those intentions. And just like so many other parts of your life, when you're adding in these new things, it can be easy to forget them. So write them down, post them somewhere and do your weekly planning. I'm telling you, that is the biggest thing because it it allows you to sit down at the beginning of the week and think intentionally about how you want your week to unfold and allows you to put in the safety nets. For me, Sunday planning is not just about meal prep and going grocery shopping. It really is thinking intentionally about what I want to create that week, thinking about the obstacles that might come up in my way of doing that, and being proactive about removing as many of those obstacles as possible. All right, so we talked a lot about habits for your kids. Now, because it is fall and it is such a fresh time of the year, like I said at the beginning, it's a time for new goals. It's a time to set some intentions on what you want to accomplish between now and the end of the year. And it's a great thing to do that for your kids as well, sitting down with them and asking them what they want to have happen for the first part of their school year, the last part of the calendar year. Are there new sports that they want to be involved in? Are there new things that they want to learn, things that they want to do on the weekends? Really get to know what things that are interesting to them and what goals they might want to be setting and then help them set up a plan for success to do that. And you know what? I hope you're doing the same thing for yourself. And as you're setting goals, I just want to caution you to make sure you're setting goals in more than just one or two areas of your life because it is really easy to say, okay, it's fourth quarter, I'm going to crush my goals at work or I'm going to pour a lot of time into my business and really set myself up for an amazing year for next year, which are wonderful. Those are the things you should be doing for yourself this time of year. But I challenge you to also think about setting goals for yourself financially, setting goals for your home and what you want that to be. I mean, Christmas is going to be right around the corner. So what do you want that season to be for yourself? Really be thinking about all of those different goals and don't forget to take care of your health as well, because let's face it, fall is the gateway (laughs) to the rest of the year that can really take you off of track for all your goals. It's easy to think about fresh food and activity when it's summertime, but as it turns into fall and all of a sudden there's pumpkin lattes everywhere and scones and all of the things that can throw you off track, make sure that you're setting goals and putting a plan in place to help you stay the course for your health goals as well. And if you're looking for help in this area, I invite you to check out our membership. It is called Life Balance by Your Life Rocks, and it is really a planning system to help you set goals and a vision for your life 90 days out and then reverse engineer that to your daily activities. So it includes 
setting the goals and the vision for 90 days and then talking about what that's going to look like over the next 30 days. We teach about weekly planning, Sunday success planning, and really how to make the most out of that time, daily planning. We have tools and resources to help you grow in all eight areas of your life that we teach about, which include your faith, your family, your marriage, your health, your career, your home, your finances, and lastly, friends and fun. And so if you want some more information about Life Balance by Your Life Rocks, you can just visit yourliferocks.com and find some information on there, or you can go to our show notes page at yourliferocks.com forward slash 38. That's just the number 38. And we'll have a link to everything that we've talked about so far in this episode, as well as a detailed list of those morning, after school, and evening habits for your kids. Everything we talked about will be right there, easy for you to get. Now, I do have one last tip for you. As you're helping your kids set new goals for themselves and you're setting new goals for you, make sure you talk to your spouse and loop them in to see what their plans are for the rest of the year, what things they want to accomplish, what things they're working on, and make sure that all of the schedules align so that everyone is on the same page and as a family, you are marching forward together. Now, as a working mom, the biggest things of guilt come when I have to miss things that are going on at the school. And my kids tell me it hurts them when they see other parents there and I'm not able to be there. And I do not want that for my kids. I do not want that for myself. So I've learned over the years to be very proactive and talk to the teachers up front and ask them, what's the schedule look like? Is there going to be some kind of a holiday program? Is there going to be a Thanksgiving thing that you're going to be doing in the classroom? I try to get as much of that information from them up front as possible because then it allows me to request time off so that I can be in the classroom or to not plan travel when there's going to be some kind of a program. I can't tell you how many times I've looked at the calendar that's available on the website, not seen anything there. So I go ahead and book travel or a book of a meeting or a conference that I want to go to or need to go to for work. And then two weeks before it's time for me to go and I've already made commitments that I can't get out of, we get a little flyer in the backpack that talks about a holiday event that they're going to be doing. And of course, the kids want you there where you hear about them practicing for this Thanksgiving thing they're going to do in the middle of the day and they're begging for you to be there and you can't. So don't do that to yourself. Be very proactive. Talk to the teachers. Be transparent. Let them know you are a working mom and you are trying to do the best you can and the more communication you can have with your school and with your kids' teachers, the better off you will all be. All right, now I said that I had some freebies for you um, and to stick around to the end of the episode. So the freebies I have for you is an actual printout that you can customize and print out to put up for your kids for their schedule. And I also have one for you as well. Now, it's one that I put together based off of the personal habits episode that we did just a few episodes back, but you can find both of those printouts and a link to that podcast by going to our show notes page at yourliferocks.com forward slash 38. That's 38. So I hope that you go there and you get those freebies for you, print them out, and 
help your family get back into back to school structure well before the first day of school. All right, now it is time for my favorite part of the episode where we talk about a Bible verse that really applies to everything that we're talking about. Now, one of the things that we do at Life Balance in our membership program is every single week you pick a Bible verse that you're just going to pray about and use as your inspiration all week long that kind of fits into your theme. Our themes that we have, we call it moving your mountain, and it's just really a hyper focus on one area of your life to move a mountain, move whatever it is that's standing between where you are and where you want to go. And it's no coincidence that for me this week, the mountain that I'm moving in the area of my life is with my family and with my kids and helping put this structure in place for them before school starts. And so it's only fitting that my Bible verse for the week is Proverbs 22, 6. Start children off on the way they should go. And even when they are old, they will not turn from it. And I love that Bible verse because really setting up a routine for your kids, giving them structure that they can stick to, will help keep them disciplined as adults and help them drive towards success in all areas of their life. When you are helping them understand how to have a relationship with God, how to take care of themselves, and start and end the day in a very positive way, you are truly giving them such a great gift that they can build on as they grow. Habits and routines stick with them, just like habits and routines stick with us. And yeah, things come up that might take us off of our routines, and I'm sure the same will happen for our children. But if you're anything like me, when you're off routine, it feels yucky, and it might be relaxing and okay for a few days, but after a few days, you're just dying to get back to your routine, and that will be the same thing that you're giving to your children. They will hunger and thirst for that routine and steadiness in their life. And that is such a great gift that you can set them on as a child. Well, I hope that you got some great value from this episode. I hope it helps you set your kids up for success and set yourself up for success as well as we start out this new fall season. I invite you to our show notes page for everything that we talked about to get the free printouts. And there will be a link in there for you to join our Facebook group. It is a free Facebook group where we really lift each other up and every single day we focus on growing in a different area of our life. We provide tips, inspiration, and there's an occasional live video in there with some training that is not necessarily offered on these podcasts. So I hope that you get in there. We'll have a link on the show notes. Again, that's yourliferocks.com forward slash 38, or you can search Life Balance by Your Life Rocks in Facebook. If you got value from this episode, I hope that you would share it with a friend. Let them know about some of the information that is on this podcast. Send them a link and have them take a listen. So with that, I hope you have a fantastic week. I'll see you in the Facebook group. And until then, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.